Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars. I'm your guest, RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending. And I have with me today, Dawn Rowell with the Jordan Terrell Group at Real Brokerage. And she is an absolute inspiration in the business. She is knocked out of the park since starting in the business in 2019 with over 100 transactions. She, and she did 40 last year. And she's here to join us to share all of her secrets on how she's been so successful. So welcome to the show, Don. Thanks, RJ. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. You are so busy and doing so many things. You're building your own team right now. And I think that's so awesome. Yeah. Um, something you share with me off camera is that you, you share with me that you know what your superpower isn't. And that's part of why you're building a team. Yeah. What is your, what is your superpower? Well, I think my superpower is connection, like relationship building with clients, networking. Um, I've always been pretty good at that. I, I did sales for 25 years with IBM before real estate. So I kind of learned that, but I'm also a real people person. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm also really good at strategy. So at IBM also, I was a strategic manager. So I worked on strategy plans. Um, and then finally, I think I'm just really good at negotiating because I can connect with people. Um, you know, I don't know if you know about the disc profile, but, um, oh, yeah. you know, the disc profile, I think I do a pretty good job at kind of reading people, um, mm -hmm. but also being empathetic in the midst of it. So like not reading for sales perspective, but for how can I really understand what you need and how do I help you get that? And that kind of turns over with any person, right? It's your clients. It's your listing agent that you're talking to about an offer. It's if you're a listing agent, you mm -hmm. talk to your buyer's agent, it's your team members, it's, it's everybody. So I think that's probably my superpower and, and I think the key actually of being really successful is figuring out what that superpower is and what it is not. And that's probably more important than finding out what it is, because when you find out what it's not, you can hire or delegate or automate against that. Right. And right. I'm still working on that for sure. But like 2024, that's my real goal. I know what my superpower is. And I know what it's not. So for me to be super successful and really grow, that is the only way is to separate the two. That's I think that's so true. But a lot of people listening might be thinking to themselves, well, my superpower is to be a control freak. Like that's what I'm really good at is controlling everything. So what would you say to someone that's coming from that perspective? So Jordan uh, Terrell, who's kind of the leader of the Jordan Terrell group, he has a saying that... Um, you can go somewhere on your own, but you can go further with others, right? Mm. So it's twofold. It's one, helping the next person to do what they're really good at and supporting that. But it's also finding the right people in order that you can also do good. And so in turn, the whole team does better. That's something that Jordan does really well. And I feel like I'm starting to emulate that. Um, and I think it comes from the background of just the valuing other people 
So there's actually a really great book by Eric Hatch. It's called Playing for the Person Next to You. Mm-hmm. And we actually have an award in our team, which is playing for the person next to you. Mm-hmm. And when you play for the person next to you, all of us get further, right? And so I think when you figure out what your superpower is, you link arms with the person that is not your superpower, you just become more powerful because you help them and you help yourself at the same time. You know, that's that's a great perspective because it also uplifts those other people to do what they're naturally talented doing. Yep. And yep. I love And that. I think the challenge is, is people to realize what their superpower is. So I think there are times as a leader that you see what their superpower is, but they don't see it. So until Mm -hmm. they see it, they can't really grow into it. So it's your job to help encourage that superpower. But ultimately, it's everyone's decision to then really use their superpower. And, And I think sometimes it's really hard for certain people to say, I am just not good at that, right? Mm -hmm. And then just love and stay in the superpower that they are. And maybe it's not what someone else is, right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. be okay with that because you can do something with where you're at. I also believe that if you're not in your superpower, there's two things. One, you're not going to love what you're doing. You're just not. And two, you're probably not going to be as successful. And so I think it's so critical to find that and really run with that. Absolutely. Have you heard of the triad of awesomeness? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Made me think of that. I mean, that's that's the ideal situation to be in a a, a position where you're doing something you love, Mm -hmm. you're really good at, and it also makes you money at the same time. If you can find those things and then delegate the rest, that's like heaven. And that's actually where I'm at. Like I, I found what I'm really good at. Um, -hmm. but then I got really burnt out. Like, Mm. I mean, I told you the story about having breast cancer and really having to take a step back for almost three months, um, had the surgery, had complications back in the hospital three times. Like, um, but during that time, what I realized is it is, not going through something, it's actually learning in the midst of it, right? Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people say it it happened to me, but actually it happens for you. And I truly believe that. So I think in a lot of ways, breast cancer happened for me so that I could learn to like not sweat the little things. Like I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that realtors do way too much is they get really spin spun up into the emotional side of their clients and their realist, you know, just in general. Mm-hmm. And if you can't see the forest from the trees, you're never going to get that client what they truly need and what they want. And a lot of times clients from the beginning say, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. And then when it gets too hard, they just give up. So I think it's our job to say, okay, let's get back to what you really thought you wanted and really talk about how do we get that? You know, what are the pros and cons? And I think 
the breast cancer may be just more tell it like it is. Like I say to my clients, how honest do you want me to be with you? Because I'm an honest person and I'm going to tell you the pros and cons. I'm not going to mm -hmm. just let you walk away from something when I think that this is what you really wanted, but ultimately it's your decision, right? So yeah, I'm just really, I think it has caused me to be super honest. That's awesome. So when did the breast cancer happen? Was that when you were in the business or before? Yeah, I was in the business. It actually, I got the diagnosis the day we shut down for COVID. Literally. Oh, no kidding. Wow. Friday, March 13th. I'm driving my oh, little man. girl home from school. She's in the back and I knew I had to get a biopsy. And so the doctor called me and said, you know, it's not malignant. I mean, it's uh, malignant. Um, and, wow. you know, and I had already been talking to friends who had a similar breast cancer. And so I kind of was like, maybe a little prepared, but you're certainly not prepared when you're like, you have it. Um, and it was a Friday. So I had to wait the whole weekend to figure out what your, you know, level of breast cancer, you know, what might be treatment. I mean, it, all kinds of things. So that weekend was probably the hardest weekend of my entire life. I Just bet. kind of staring up at the screen going or ceiling going, I don't know, you know? And of yeah. course my daughter heard it before my husband heard it. And so it was a little traumatic for sure. I, I bet. So, but the interesting thing is people say, oh my gosh, you had breast cancer in COVID. And I'm like, no, I had breast cancer. It doesn't matter if it was COVID. <laughs> I had breast cancer. Like everybody makes such a big deal of the fact that it was COVID. And the funny thing is it was a blessing in disguise because they stopped all of the um, kind of elective surgeries. And so I was able to get a surgery oh. way sooner. So, okay. you know, people are like, oh, it was such a hard thing in COVID. I'm like, no, not really. You know, I mean, yeah, it was a little risky or a little scary because you didn't know and family couldn't be there. But Honestly, mm -hmm. I was so sick that having family there was not a good idea at all. So again, yeah. things happen for you, not to you. Yeah, yeah, that's a great perspective. So yeah. you you started in the business in 2019, is that right? Yes, yeah, May of 2019. Okay. Um, much smaller team with Jordan Terrell Group. We only had like four or five mm -hmm. and about three to four of us are still there. Um, and we've grown to like 36. And so we kind of have yeah. um, those who have been here and those that are more seasoned, we have a senior partner group. And then some of us have mini teams like I do. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, so we started 2019, 2020 got breast cancer. The funny thing is even in 2020, uh, I would say from a combination of just really hustling mm -hmm. and you know prior to getting breast cancer and after and then having team support in the middle i still did 23 transactions no kidding so, in, in 2020 that for the whole year yeah yeah that's really good and i had done 19 the year before 
And then last year I did 43. So wow. That's incredible. Exponentially. Yeah. So, so what did it look like during that time in 2020 when you were down and out, were you doing anything or was the team doing everything for you? I think for the first six weeks, you know, I had surgery and, you know, you have drains and you, you know, you can't, I mean, it literally yeah. feels like you have a tourniquet on your chest. You can't Ugh. breathe. Um, so for the first six weeks, I was really, really sick. I get, I, it's a long story, but I have really uh, low blood pressure anyway. And so when I do anesthesia, it really messes with my cortisol, which comes like really drops Ooh. my low blood pressure. So about a week after I got all of my stitches out, um, I had a hematoma. And so it's oh. an internal blood bleed. And so my blood pressure dropped 46 over 25. Like, Whoa. That's like, so I was taken by ambulance two or three times. Like, you know, I had a really hard time the first six weeks. And, um, but I had some clients actually in the process. And so because I kind of introduced people to them before I went into surgery, that actually came to fruition, even though I was out, like completely Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other amazing thing. So remember, we go further together. Jordan actually started a GoFundMe for me. Oh, wow. And not only our team, uh, but at the time we were with Compass. And so Compass has, you know, kind of a give back. So does Real, where I'm at now. And they started a whole give back and raised money so that I could basically survive because I'm actually the breadwinner. Mm, Okay. So that's really... Awesome yeah. of Jordan to do that. Yeah, which is which is why I love working with him and the team, but also why I want to give back. It's not, I have always been that way. Like I used to work with the homeless and street kids in Russia, believe it or not. Um, so I've always had that value system and that mentality. Mm-hmm. And I'm now finding a way to have real estate feed the passion to give back to women. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about that. How, what kinds of things are you doing? So, I mean, in general, just from kind of a background, I was a single career woman until 37, right? So I owned my own house, car, had financial accounts, like, And the one thing I realized is there were so many women out there that thought they had to depend on someone else. And Mm. it just made me sad. And even today, when I work with single women who are like first time home buyers, I want to just give them more. Right. And so I, I started, um, and we've only had actually two events, but it's called the women's empower hour. And so every quarter we meet and we bring industry experts. So um, empower the, the power itself stands for personal development opportunities. So what kind of opportunities are out there for you? Wealth management, educational resources, 
So like this last week we did um, how to educate your children about money, which even if you're single, it's good to know, right? Um, yeah. And then R is real estate. So we talk about, you know, what is going on in the market or real estate investments or, um, you know, all kinds of things. And uh, like we mm -hmm. had home insurance come in and talk about how everything's changing in Colorado because of the Marshall Fire. So those, so the first hours for all of those things, and we might pick four of those topics as opposed to all five. And we do that in an hour and then we have a happy hour. And so Good. it's a way for women to learn and then, you know, network. And the reason why I started it is because I hate going to network events and not getting anything out of it. And so other than getting to know people, which is mm. not a bad thing, but if I am going to take the time, I want to come away with something that I can immediately use, right? Yeah. So that's why we said, okay, the first hour is this, the second hour is fun. So cool. love yeah. that idea. Yeah. So we do that every quarter and then we have some fun events in between as well. Okay. Okay. So for yeah. the empower hour, um, is that what you said it was? Empower yeah, hour? Yeah, it's the women's empower hour. Okay. Where do you hold these? And is it open to anybody or is it just your past client? It's open to anyone. And um, we haven't actually made, so we have an Eventbrite link uh, and I haven't made it public yet because I really kind of want to hone it. And we partner with Spire Financial. So Jessica Howard and Jill, um, they, they both work at Spire Financial and they actually have a really great setup and then they have a rooftop deck. Okay. So it's, it's a great location. It's like central to uh, Denver. It's like off Aurora. And uh -huh. so it's, it's a really good central location, but nice. you know, eventually we'll move North, we'll move South as we grow and yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I was going to, that was going to be my next question is how can people find this group? But yeah, uh, so, um, you, you know, so remember how I said, I know what my superpower is and I know what it's not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> the problem is I need an assistant really bad <laughs> because I have, uh, I, I'm a really good visionary. I have all these ideas, but when it comes down to it, what pays the bills, right, is to work with clients and get things closed. And so a lot of this stuff that builds the business is not in the business. Mm -hmm. And my shift in 2024 is to work more on the business than in the business and hire for in the business. Um, and also to have an assistant to help grow the on business. So gotcha. So what is this? We will definitely have more, you know, locations and have it more widely known. Put it out there more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So so have you defined yet what this this new assistant will do? Like do you have a job description? Yeah. I mean you know, it's hard because I could hire just an assistant to do everything. And actually they say that the most successful realtors actually start with an assistant. And I started more with a partner um, who was kind of learning from me the mm -hmm. real estate side 
And then also her gifting and her skills are on the admin side. So she really helped with actually doing more business because I could be out there more, right? Mm -hmm. And so now we've grown so much in our transactions that I need to bring an assistant in to really kind of help the whole team um, in, in both kind of transactional uh, like email calendaring, but also I, my real hope is to grow social and marketing and have mm. someone to really focus on that. Like I know the vision I want, but I don't have the time to actually get it all done. And the funny yeah. thing is I actually come from a marketing background. Like I said, I did sales and marketing for mm. 25 mm. years and was a director of marketing and small companies, but it was in an era that social media was not you know, blowing up. So I, I don't say that I'm a expert at all. And so I need to hire to that expertise. Well, and plus recognizing that even if you're really good at it, I don't have time. Not, if you don't have the time, you're not doing it anyway. So why, right. I mean, why, why hold on to it? You might as well delegate exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, my superpower is not social media. So I've, <laughs> I've definitely, I've definitely delegated that. I think yeah, people who have a superpower in social media are influencers. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't need to be an influencer. I just want to get the, the word out the, you know, the little nuggets of empowering, you know, out there. Um, mm -hmm. 60% of our buyers, my buyers are out of state. So oh, really? really focusing on that um, side of the business is probably, you know, kind of where I'm going to go. Um, Interesting. Is I'm it... actually a Colorado native. So oh, okay. I've seen every mountain you can imagine. I have, you know, hiked, backpacked. Uh, I've had clients that I've actually sold in Crested Butte, Golden, Evergreen, Um and then I know up north too, because I live up north. So, okay, you know, having an agent that kind of knows a breadth of Colorado is is what out of state clients are looking for, and I find that it's it's really helpful. Yeah, to have that. How are you finding your out of state clients? Um, well, we have a lead system, but also people. Yeah. Um, that's where the social media comes into play, right? Like. They start seeing. So last year I did a fall um, kind of preview. So I had a client who was buying in Crested Butte and lived in North Carolina. I won't do this again, but it taught me a lot and it got me some really good footage. <laughs> so okay. in the fall, he was closing in November. We started looking in September um, and he came out a couple times, but in total, I was in Crested Butte five times last year. So every time, especially in the fall, when I went over like Cottonwood Pass and McClure Pass and all of that, I did like the fall tour. And I did mm. things about Crested Butte and things about Carbondale and Aspen. And, you know, I would just kind of take people on that journey mm -hmm. um, from my stories perspective. So do you do 
do you do it with video or pictures or both video and pictures both and okay. you know the unfortunate part with stories is they go away so now right. now the thing is going to be we're going to do reels and we're really going to hone down on you know building that brand and and figuring out how to kind of do lead funnels and that's going to be my focus for next year because the thing is is this market has changed right like we have a lot of buyers out there but it has dwindled and you really kind of have to have a niche or something above and beyond right and be able to get your name out there so if you're not doing something in a widespread way then you're going to kind of be in the midst of everybody else so yeah. my focus is really to grow a specific niche and then have the overall empower be just kind of my mantra right mm. yes i have the women's empower hour but my my passion is to always empower everybody if it's deciding what house if it's a financial decision right like I'm going to give you the tools so that you can make the best decision possible. So that's kind of where that yeah. power comes from. <clears throat> I love that. It's like a purpose to your yes, business. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I don't think life is as good as it can be without a purpose. Yeah, I so, agree. So, you know, that's... and I'm, I'm older, so I've kind of learned that. And I think sometimes your purpose changes, but your main kind of value system never does. And mm -hmm. so the purpose, I think, flows from your value system. And I, I always believe that giving back is the best way to live life, right? Um, yeah. Give more. There's actually one of my books. I can't remember what it's called. It's like give more, grow more, or give more, go, go far or something. I'd have to tell it's up there. I just can't see it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, it's backwards. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but it's a, it's a really good book because it, I don't know. I think sometimes when you think more about other people, then it, it just comes back to you. Right. Totally. Totally. Um, it makes me I, think of, have you read The Go-Giver? Yes. Okay. So that's out up there too. Yeah. That's a great go -giver. one. Yes. Yeah. And it's exactly, it's so, I always say to my, to agents, don't live in a scarcity mindset, live in abundance. Because if you live yes. in abundance, it will come to you and you will give back and you'll give back and it'll come back. You know, like it's, don't live in scarcity. Totally. Well, that's, I mean, it speaks to why you're here. I mean, you're an open book sharing what you're doing and it's just, it's a great mentality and attitude to have because there's plenty of business for all of us. Yeah. Um, I, I approach it the same way on the lending side. I mean, I'm an open book with what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's great. I don't think we can all do it all, right? Like we can't. No. That won't work. So focus on what you're really good at and someone else is really good. And then you connect the pieces, right? So yep. yeah, for sure. There, there's 300 ways to be successful in real estate. Um, yeah. Pick one or two that work for you and go right. for it. Right. You know? And that's the other thing too, when you're trained, cause I train other agents and 
certain things. And I always say the most important thing about learning is actually then intrinsically having it in your own mind and then speak to it in which it makes sense to you. Because if you just say a script, people will hear that. They won't mm-hmm. hear confidence. They'll they'll really only hear sales. And that's not what we're here for, right? We're totally. here to add value. I So there's a particular course that I kind of teach with the agencies. It's called Kick the Can. So mm-hmm. can is making connection, adding value, and what's the next step? And, you mm. know, a lot of people have one or the other, but they don't have all three. Um, some people will have the first two and then they just never, like, what's the next step? You know, like, let's get it on the books. Let's, what, you know, because you need to lead your clients, right? You can't just have the first two. So, um, yeah. So. Totally. I, th- I think that's such a key point and someone could have easily missed that if, if they're listening that lead your clients they they Absolutely. want they want someone to lead them in the direction um that makes sense right i mean some of us are paid like a doctor and a lawyer so start acting like it right yep. like mm-hmm. i i have done enough transactions mr and mrs client I'm telling you, here's the pros and cons. You make your decision, but trust me, I've been down this road and I'm, I'm going to help lead you. I'm not just going to let you. I mean, no one wants that. No one wants to. I mean, you don't go into a doctor's office and go, well, this is what I think I have and this is what I think we should do. You know, it's like, no, I need real help. Now, we're also not life and death surgeons, right? Like don't take it to that level, but we do need to lead our clients. That's what they're looking for. Well, and we're not life or death, but this is a huge financial decision for people. So it is an important thing for people's lives. And you're exactly right. I mean, we're paid like doctors and lawyers act like it and lead. And to your to your point, no one's walking to the doctor's office and telling the doctor what's wrong with them and then prescribing their own medicine. Right. Then, then why do they need the doctor? Right. And a really good doctor has the pros and cons, right? Mm-hmm. And then lets you make the decision. Which yeah. is the best way to lead someone is to give them all the tools that they need, all the different scenarios, all the you know kind of pros and cons, and say, ultimately, this is your decision, but I'm going to help arm you with what you need to make that decision. Yeah, and that's, so, that's so excellent and wise. Yeah, so, I mean, I some realtors tell them what to do, and then you can get into some serious trouble, right? True. So you, you kind of have to have that fine line of leading, but empowering them to make their own decision. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of leading and... Um, giving back, you have a big event coming up and I, 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 wanted, I wanted to make sure that we talked about that. So tell me more yeah. about this. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a breast cancer survivor and actually October is breast cancer awareness. And, um, so I just want to give back. And so we're going to have something called the pink party. 
and we're going to try to do like a silent auction. Uh, it's going to be food and drink. Uh, we're going to raffle some things off. Um, it's not just women. It's, you know, women and men because, you know, men support their women in the breast cancer. And, and believe mm -hmm. it or not, I don't think a lot of men think this, but actually men get breast cancer too. Um, and that's kind of a, a faux pas where people are like, what? And they do. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, just general awareness. So every, you know, a portion of the tickets and all the silent auction items will be going to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation because they're the ones that actually help us have more tools to be more aware of not only that it can happen and how to do certain screenings, but also what are all the options that you have, right? Like it's not as black and white as it used to be. And, you know, there are some women that do a lumpectomy and live for 20 years and some women decide to do the double mastectomy like me and, and still live to 20 years. And, and some mm -hmm. women could choose either and it's something else. So, um, and while, and, and when we're there, we actually have, so there's a testing that is now out that's called HerScan, and it's basically an ultrasound. And so, I've heard uh, of this. Yeah, so Katie Couric, um, mm -hmm. this might be a little too personal, but um, when women have really dense breasts, a lot of times you cannot find the cancer in a regular mammogram. And the only way to find that is ultrasound. And for me, that's exactly what happened. I had a lump, so I knew that it could be an issue. And they said, yes, you need a biopsy. But if I would have not had a double MRI, which is an ultrasound, right, an MRI, um, I would not have found the second cancer, which is the cancer that this HER scan can find. And so when I found the second cancer, that made me realize I had to do a double mastectomy. And so anyway, at the event, we're gonna have a way for women to sign up for this HER scan later in May. So we're gonna have a HER scan party in May that women can sign up for because HER scan is not available. It has to come to you. So you either have to sponsor a HER scan event or you have to pay like $2,500 to get a HER scan. And some insurances cover it, but through our part, like through our HER scan event, you will only have to pay $288. Wow, that's a great yeah. deal. So I'm gonna sponsor that event. And then at the pink party, women can sign up to actually be at that May event. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah, because again, don't just come for fun. What's something that you can take right. away, right? Like what can something you do? Something of value. Like, exactly. What can you do right away? What You know, so yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. October 26th. And here's the thing, and, and kind of on my social media pages, I'm touting this and sharing this. But um, so my lending partner Spire Financial that we do the Women's Empower Hour with, they actually have a suite at Ball Arena and they got pink tickets. 
So concert, concert tickets. So we will be giving those away based on certain criteria. And one of them, like you'll get three tickets for going to the party, like signing up for the party, two tickets for sharing and tagging me on social media, and one ticket for just sharing and liking. So again, trying to get it bigger. Yeah, I love it. So yeah. so this is open to people, they can sign up for this and come to the event? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have the Eventbrite out there. It's on my pages. Um, and you know, I can, I can send it to you. So if you have anyone that wants to come, I think it'll be a great event. It's actually gonna be at Westbound and Down which is that dairy block in Denver. So, um, you know, they have cider, beer, and then we'll bring food from all kinds of artisans in the area. Awesome. And how yeah. much does it cost for someone to attend? So we're going to do 25 a person and then 40 for a couple. So okay. that's a yeah. deal. Yeah, no, it's a great deal. Because great. You're getting food and drink. And even a portion of that will go towards the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely send me the link and I'll put it in the show notes so people yeah. can find it. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll promote it too. But um, how can people find you on social? What are your handles and contact info? So my um, handle is real underscore Dawn underscore Raul, R-O-W-E-L-L. Not Roel, okay. Raul. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that before we yeah. uh, recorded. <laughs> hey, it's my husband's name. I, I, I have yeah. nothing to do with it. <laughs> if you yeah. don't know how to spell it or say it, it's okay. It's his problem. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, Facebook and Instagram. Is that your handle on um, both? Or? Instagram, that's, yes. Okay. So that's yeah. my handle with Instagram. And then, of course, stories and reels. Um, and then Facebook, it, it, it bleeds into the stories of Facebook, but I, um, Facebook is just Don Rowell. Um, but I do most of my like business on Instagram. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show today. You're, you're just an inspiration and I love what you're doing with your business and your purpose. Thanks. It's awesome. Thank you. No, I appreciate you having me. I, I feel very honored to be a part of kind of the list of the super agents. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you kind of getting the the word out about what we're doing from an empowering perspective and the pink party. So I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And uh, please support Dawn in this event. I mean, such a great cause and um just just the awareness and the screenings that she's doing next year i i just think that's so much value uh, yeah. to the community so yeah, i love it. it will be yeah well thanks again don and um i just wanted to remind everyone to share this episode and subscribe if you enjoyed this and that's how the word gets out more about the podcast and once again my name is rj baxter with don roll from the jordan terrell group at real and yep. you all have a great rest of your day. Thanks again, Don. Thanks, RJ.